Episode 104, Workout Excuses. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzan. Let's get this episode started. All right, my dear lively ladies in the making, do you have workout excuses? Because my husband and I have been playing excuses off of each other this morning. And I'm going to actually be a little vulnerable here. I want him to share with you what he said to me today about working out. You should get on there for at least 20 minutes a day. Yeah, Emily, you really need to get out there and do at least 20 minutes a day. Because you've been talking about it. How often do do you think I actually do that? You haven't done it at all since you were going to do that, whatever that run was last year. I think that's when you were done. <laughs> Trolley run. That was in April. I haven't done it in months. Yeah, you haven't done it. No, we hiked in stuff this summer and stuff, well, but I didn't go out to like, the gym. It wasn't like because we were just there. Yeah, but I intentionally remember I was getting into intentionally hiking. I was going to do <laughs> I was going to do pickleball on Tuesdays. You ready for this, lively ladies? I was going to do pickleball on Tuesdays. And then what happened? All the pickleball instructors quit. Yeah, yeah. And then I was going to do hiking. And I'll be honest with you. I sit at my desk almost all day. I feel like I do not move much. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And I want to, right? Here's the thing. couple things about exercise. We know it's not where the weight loss is at. Like, don't exercise to lose weight. It's just not. But it is part of the lively lady I want to be. And it is part of the healthy me. And it is so good for your health trajectory, especially Brian and I watched that Blue Zones documentary. And they talked about how people like in Japan, just because they don't have the furniture and they get up and down so many times a day, they just move easier. So as they get older, they don't have as many falls, which is one of the leading causes of death as we get older in America. So I know I want to move my body. I just don't do it. I've got a lot of excuses and we were talking about both of our excuses and I said, let's do a quick podcast on that because I think, especially for my lively ladies, listen, like we don't add it in to begin with. And I don't think you should because it's just another thing you have to do that distracts you and we don't need extra things added to our schedule. Brian, in the past, when you have worked out, because you, Brian likes to work out, it's good for him, but not really worked on your eating. Have you lost weight? Probably not. Yeah, you've done a lot of exercise without working on focusing on your eating and definitely not lost weight. And now that you've worked on losing weight and you're down some, how does it feel to work out versus back then? It feels a heck of a lot easier and a lot better and it's more fulfilling. Yeah, it's so much easier. And I if think, I don't do it, it's, I just get up. That's the first thing I do in the morning. Yeah, he does it first thing in the morning. I can't do it first thing in the morning. Why is that? Because you don't get up when I get up. No. What happens when I get up when you get up? Eliza wakes up. Our child is stuck to my leg still. So but she didn't this it's morning. It's pointless for me. She wasn't up this morning. Yeah, that's what got the discussion going, right? Yeah. Normally she gets up when I get up. And so it's pointless for me to even try. But I have time to do it. It's just an excuse. That's excuse number one. Excuse number two that I gave my husband was that 
literally, I like don't want to do it before certain things because I don't want to get all sweaty. And then afterwards, like if I'm doing coaching or things, my makeup's all done and then I don't want to get all sweaty. <laughs> and then Eliza comes home and I could do it with her, but she distracts me. So I don't really ever get in the workout that I want to get in. And in the evening time, I don't want to do it. I got excuses all day long. Yes, from, from basically 8 to 3.30. But I already told you. Cancel out 20 minutes. I already told you why. Because I, <laughs> I don't want to get all sweaty and then I don't want my makeup messed up if I've done it, which is hilarious because there's a lot of days I don't even do my makeup. Most days. So what were your previous excuses? Because you were sharing with me why you had excuses before to not work out. No, I still have the excuses. I'd like to do two a days, but during the lunch hour, I don't want to do it because when I work out, then I'm all sweaty and I can't cool off. And then my clothes are all sweaty when I go back to work, even after I take a shower. So just the inconvenience of sweating and not drying back up. Yeah. It's like the sweat of exercise <laughs> is what's completely stopping both of us or stopped you in the past because you're always doing it perfectly now. Right? I mean, I just get up and do it because if I don't get up and do it, it's hard to get it into the end of the day. Yeah. So I've started a level two for our lively lady club. For those who are 10% plus, it's coming in January, by the way. And oh, I'll be there by then. Yeah. Level two is coming. All the new content for those who have hit 10% in the lively lady club is coming. And part of it is looking at this new concept called daily lively lady planning. And in that, I suggest that step number one is you propose the day. Propose the day to yourself. The most loving way to create an energized eating plan or to incorporate something in like exercise is to look at the circumstances in your day and propose a day that would be amazing for you. And to me, that probably includes moving my body. Now, I'm going to tell you that it doesn't have to be, you know, hit exercises, training for a marathon, any of the above, right? It can be a walk outside while listening to a podcast. That's probably one of my favorites. I used to love yoga and now Eliza goes to acrobatics and every week when she's doing it, I'm like, I wanna get out there and do that stuff. <laughs> There's another mom and I who sit over there and like, do you think you can still do that? I tried it, I can't. Like we have so much fun comparing what we can and can't do. And most of it, by the way, is we couldn't do it. But I like want to feel that way in my body. And I know I want to, I just don't propose the day for myself. And instead I let myself be reactive to everything. At one time you were doing yoga. That doesn't make you sweaty. I know. I love yoga. I just don't propose my days. I think all of I us. I even have five minute yogas on Peloton. <laughs> so I want, I want you all to hear this. This is a beautiful love note from my husband. This is what most quote unquote diets will do for you. They'll give you an action plan. See, notice he's giving me all the actions that I could do to overcome my setbacks, which is great. But if your mindset isn't there, you're still going to be like, oh yeah, but yoga, I mean, I might sweat a little bit, right? If I don't have the mindset there, I'll come up with every excuse. That's really the truth. And that is the coaching difference is that you don't need excuses when you actually learn how to intentionally live your life. And that's what we create in our Lively Lady Club, right? Intentional living. When I think of myself living intentionally versus just existing, my days look different. It looks like incorporating in regular movement of my body. And I have every excuse not to do it if I don't practice proposing days for myself. So it can be very simple. Let's play this out for everybody, Brian. Let's say I propose the day this morning for myself. I'm like, okay, so today is a 
challenge day. So I'm like, all right, I got my challenge at noon. I'm hoping that my 20 year old comes by. She said she was going to. So I wanted to set some time for her. We don't actually have anything tonight, which we're pretty dang excited about. Hot tub. Yeah, you're proposing a hot tub later in the day. I want to do my podcast with you. I want to do my other podcast. I always do my daily podcast. That takes quite a bit of my day. I want to do my calendars for our lively lady club. Like there's a lot in there. Can I also propose in movement of my body? Yes. Do I literally have 20 minutes? Yes. If I get my day proposed and that is a priority to myself, I can actually let it happen. And then in our plan acronym, we add on the back end, which is to let it unfold, assess your results, new day, learned lessons, lively lady, right? So we literally let it unfold. And then the next day we assess how it went and we keep tweaking until we get to very intentional living, my dear lively ladies, because that's what we all want. So for Brian, let's talk about for you, why you stopped making workout excuses and how you've been successful with proposing the day to use exercise as a tool for intentional living. Why did you stop making excuses? It just, it's part of the plan. I mean, I, I, I like to, and it's the first thing I do in the morning when I get up. I mean, it's just a habit. Like I had bad habits with eating. How did you apps. get to that habit though? Everybody says, I want this habit in place. It's, such a great point. I don't know. I think, I mean, that's, you, you, you couldn't tell by looking at me, but all my life, I mean, I was fairly healthy and did all kinds of different sports, you know, growing up and as even as an adult. And then I just like, I mean, I guess it, it helps, helps my mind. Okay. There's a couple huge key points there. Number one, when you're being the healthiest version of you, you like to exercise. Yes. In fact, I would say you've shared with me before and you, Tell me if you agree with this, that like the history of you was that more of a coping skill was exercise than eating. Yes. I mean, like growing up, I mean, I ran cross country and track in high school and college. And then after college, I still ran a little ways. And then I started playing a bunch of racquetball and got into things. And then as you got kids and then you kind of started drifting away from that and started eating. And yeah, but yeah. It, it just, it makes me feel good. I, I just enjoy it. It's and, just a mind thing for me, probably. Okay. So in the past, before you had your lovely wife to tell you that exercise isn't where weight loss is at, and you were in diet brain using exercise. I've never really been at diet brain at any point in my life. I can be honest and say that. I mean, I go like in these short little kicks, but I've never really realized how important it is until recently. I mean, that's the truth. Like I never really worried about my weight. I, evidently I got to where. Let me stop you. You just don't know what diet brain is. You're mistaking the definition. Did you ever use exercise to lose weight? And that's why you were doing it? No, I didn't ever use it to lose weight. Really? No. Okay. I could be honest. I mean, like, I never really thought of it that much. Like, I get in these little kicks with you, but historically, I never even really had a plan on how to lose weight. Okay. So when you went to use, like, started to exercise and you wanted to lose weight, what did you say exercise was for? Usually it was like I had a plan. I was going to run a marathon or something like that. It didn't have anything to do with my health. It was like, hey, I just want to run a marathon. I mean, I, I didn't think of my health. Okay. So it was for a secondary goal, another, Correct. a different goal. Correct. So you never used exercise to lose weight? Mm, not really. Okay. So for you, it was like a something to be motivated by. Yeah, a challenge. A challenge. Yes. And I think that can be a win 
for weight loss, but it also is a double-edged sword. Because what would you do and what do most marathon do runners do after they finish the marathon? And before they run the marathon, the day before. Eat a lot, carb load. Yeah, they carb load it out. And that might be important for someone who's underweight, but probably not so much for someone who's overweight, right? It's amazing how we incorporate food into these things. What was the reward besides, yes, I know, the reward of finishing the marathon felt phenomenal. But what was the other reward of finishing the marathon? What did you do afterwards to reward yourself? Eat something good. Yeah, we eat, right? Yes. So it's a double-edged sword. I think it can motivate you forward, but this is why exercise is not where weight loss is at, right? You, you just can't beat it. It, it adds about 1.5% in six months to weight loss. But if you change your eating alongside it, and as Brian says, it helps with the mindset then it's a great addition. But it's from the healthy you standpoint, not from the weight loss standpoint. So for Brian, why do you like it? What does it do for your mindset? Share with everybody as someone who has found exercise to be a good addition to your life. What does it do for you, the healthy you? It just gives me a time to like challenge myself. Like this morning, I did a an hour power zone workout on Peloton. And, you know, I'm fairly new at the biking thing. And it was, it was a pretty challenging workout, but it's, it's just satisfying when you finish it. Yeah. It's you a reward. Good. Yeah. It feels good. By the way, it's a dopamine hit and it's a reward. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, healthy reward, right? To add to your life. When you do that, do you find that like exercise makes you overeat or makes you hungrier? Not if I have my journal out and follow the plan. No, it doesn't at all. Yeah, if you have a good plan to go alongside it. A you simple see, plan. That's what we know about weight loss is that like some people do get hungrier. And I want to share with you that this is where the energized eating plan is a game changer for these results. Because in the past, you may add in exercise and guess what? You will then be calorie counting or relying on portions and either break it because you're so hungry or starve yourself. And you may find that you eat a little bit more with exercise right? But if you are really practicing energized eating as we do it in our Lively Lady Club, you'll stop when you're energized and satisfied. So that little bit more doesn't become a reward or you breaking what you were supposed to have or you starving yourself and then overeating, undereating on the back end. You're literally accommodating for it in your energized eating plan. You're accommodating for it. It's not a reward like after a marathon, but it's also not a starving myself down. So exercise can be incorporated in, in a way to get you to your goals, to help with your mindset, to give you a reward, to get healthy, but not to get the scale to move. And that's the difference. So Brian, when you propose the day now, you literally put exercise as like thing number one. Do you look forward to that exercise? Because a lot of people are like, I don't want to get up earlier to exercise. Yeah, I do. Because I mean, I, obviously, the more weight I lose, the the easier it becomes. And I look forward to it. I don't know. It's something I look forward to. Yeah, like I know he reached a point where he wouldn't play pickleball because he thought he was going to hurt himself. And your friend just came out here last week to do a long bike ride with you. You're adding fun things back into your life again. 
because you feel like you can move your body again, right? And those wins are so good. I've noticed differences in back pain when I just sit versus when I do yoga, differences in swelling when I just sit versus when I'm active. All of that is true, right? I think for me, I've shared with you all on the podcast before that like I did the 5 a.m. workouts, but I did them from a place of deprivation that I thought I had to to lose weight. And then my dear friend and I kind of like would hate when each other texted because we were like, please cancel tomorrow. I need some sleep because let's be honest, we were both overscheduled moms who were exhausted. Her with her kids, me with my practice and my single mom life. But it was literally how we were using exercise that I think created such a difficult mindset to manage. And Brian, when you get up in the morning and you think about like, do I want to sleep or not? Does that thought cross your mind? Like, do I just want to sleep instead? Not really. Why not? Because it's a habit. A habit is just an action you do over and over again. How did it become a habit? What was your mindset behind it that made it a habit? I just like to do it. So every day you get out of bed, it's you're satisfying. Like, I like it. Yeah. I think it kind of grounds you in the right energy to start the day. Does that make sense? That makes sense. It grounds you in motivation. It grounds you in like inspiration. It does probably make you want to eat better. I don't think about it that much. I just like to do it and just do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when you propose the day, you want it as the first thing in the day. Well, if, if I don't, then my day gets so busy and then I get home at night and then we're little, we got stuff to do and it's like, I don't get it done. And you don't want to sweat so at lunch. Yeah. So historically, it's just, I know if I get it done in the morning, then that's one thing I'll, I can check off my list. What if your wife decides she wants to do Peloton at that time in the morning? My wife can come out there. Eliza goes out there and does whatever. And how long does that last? It lasts the whole time when I go out there. If I'm out there, she doesn't. <laughs> She's a different she kid for you than she is for me. That's a mom and dad thing. We've yeah. talked about that. Okay. All right, ladies. So here's the thing. If you've got a lot of workout excuses and you're wanting to add in exercise, right? You're like, I want it for the mindset. I want it for the movement. I want it for my health. Those are good reasons to add an exercise. Do not do it to make the scale move faster. Do not do it for deprivation because it won't last, right? Look at your excuses and propose your day. Know that energized eating will meet you there. That's the most beautiful part about it. I really do believe we have the best plan out there because it meets you where you're at and helps you grow forward instead of having to have anything outside of you. And for those of you in the Live of the Lady Club, we got level two coming soon where we will be teaching you how to plan from the Lively Lady standpoint. If you haven't joined me, you got to join us in the Lively Lady Club. Right now, we just got the wait list because our challenges are closed and we may be reassessing how people can join. So get on the wait list to be the first to know. You can do that today. Click the link in the show notes. If you love today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.